Philippians 3.20 tells us, Our citizenship is in heaven, and from it we await a Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you, Jesus. Heaven changes everything. It's Fall share on American Family Radio. Partner with us and tell people about God's Son who came down from heaven to redeem us from sin. Call 877-616-2396 and make your pledge. That's 877-616-2396. Or pledge online at AFR.net. Good morning and welcome to Thursday and our last day of share I'm Jenna Ellis and you're listening to Jenna Ellis in the morning. But we have a very special programming day as we have the last two days here at American Family Radio Network. So I'm joined by our fearless leader, Tim Wildman, who uh, is truly fearless, I think, and uh, <laughs> in terms of how you speak truth to the culture. And uh, I wanted to ask you, Tim, we were talking yesterday about, um, you know, how various um, hosts and, and other others have come to this ministry. Um, but you had mentioned your dad's vision for our organization. And um, how did that impact you when um, he created and founded this ministry and you saw his faithfulness to the Lord. Well, that would have been, um, is my microphone working fine? Okay. I can hear you in my you ears, but hopefully okay. if just Adam th- says yes, then yes. Just hang on in the back. <laughs> uh, anyway, you're talking about 1977. I would have been 14. So wow. I, didn't, I didn't really exactly know, you know, the whole scope of what, nor did he. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> nor yeah. did my dad really on where this would take him, this idea, this commitment to uh, listening to God to leave the pulpit to found an organization that uh, was really to unite Christians to respond to um, the culture. And uh, and so, that yeah, that was 1977. To answer your question, I really didn't grasp at that time what all was going on, but, you know, I knew my dad, and I was listening to him, and I knew how, what a special person he was in terms of, you know, once he set his hand to the plow, so to speak, mm-hmm. he wasn't going to let go, <laughs> and God called him to to uh, to do something, and he was going to do it, so here we are. That's incredible. What, 2000, what is this? 2023, what, so almost like 40, would that, no. No, be, that's more than 40, that's, yeah, older that's, than you. Yikes, that's, that is, that's that's at least, yeah, that's about 50 years. I wasn't going to ask you how old you are. So, but I 39, think that, that might, that's Is okay. that right? 39. Okay, 39. So as of, in a couple of weeks, I'll be 39. So, as of <laughs> anyway, November 1st. <laughs> 1977. But it, it, it did impact me in a sense that, uh, you know, he's leaving the pulpit. He was a Methodist pastor at the time, and we're starting a new adventure as a family. I had three siblings, and where is this going to go? How is, yeah. how is he going to make a living? Uh, and, 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 but God, God protected him and 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 made sure we you know had enough all along the way several miracles happened yeah and and for his faithfulness and to set out trusting the lord that this was um, truly a calling and now look at where we are at today and impacting um, so many listeners and we are at two point over 2.5 million dollars in donations from all of you all across America who um, support this ministry and support the work that we do. So we are so very thankful for your donations. And if you want to Amen. call in today for our last uh, day of share what is that phone number here? Let's, uh, the phone number. Uh, 
keep talking. There you go. <laughs> there it is. It's 877-616-2396. That's 877-616-2396. Two three nine six, or you can go online at afr.net, afr.net. I call the Thursdays of Sherathon. I call the. It's time for the Procrastinators Club of America to <laughs> to meet. Don't wait. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Tomorrow Sherathon's <laughs> over, so you want to give tomorrow? You've waited too late. Now we obviously will take a donation anytime to the ministry, but I'm saying if you want it counted in the total for our Sherathon, then. Today is the last day. Let me give you the phone number again, as Jenna just gave it. But if you want to call and make a pledge, we have a. How, how much is the? How much is the? The. Uh, hundred fifty. Okay, from now until noon central, we have a uh, hundred and fifty thousand dollar match going on. So. Wow. A hundred and fifty thousand dollars will be given to American Family Radio. If it's matched by our listeners by the top, by the way, I say top of the hour, top of the day. How about that? By by the top of the day, or oh yeah, yeah. So you know, high, noon. The, high, high noon, noon. <laughs> high noon, high noon. So this is amazing because that means you, everything you give will be doubled. So now's the time. Today's the last day, and now's the time to call in and make your gift and be as generous as you can. Again, the phone number, 877-616-2396. And when you call, that rings right here in our studios here in Tupelo, Mississippi. And uh, we're actually in the room where folks are answering the phone. 877-616-2396. Uh, as uh, we've mentioned before, if you don't like talking to people, then uh, the website is afr.net. You can give, you can give online at yeah, if you If you want to keep listening to us while you're giving your donation... <clears throat> Instead of talking to someone, then <laughs> then you can go to AFR.net. All right, let's hear one of our listeners, uh, Adam. My name is Judy, and I'm from Sioux City, Iowa. And I just love AFR. I've been listening for the last couple of years. And I was looking for an alternative to fake news, and you really give the news the truth. And I love all your Christian programs, and I just thank you for all you do. share and um, it's so great to hear all of the testimonials and stories from listeners who uh, call in and who write in, and I'm always so grateful uh, for listeners of Jenna Ellis in the morning to write in and uh, tell me just what you're thinking and what you're uh, praying for and, and prayer requests and encouragement uh, for for me, for the AFR family, um, and it's it's really wonderful, and you're mentioning, Tim, um, you know, that you were really young, age 14. That was actually the age that um, I knew I wanted to be a lawyer. And um, I had participated in... Really? <clears throat> yes. Isn't that incredible? God can call you at a very young age. And obviously, I had no idea what it would lead to, you, of course. Had you been watching TV? But, Lawyers on TV or something? <laughs> um, How did that... So, you, you rarely hear that. Most kids want to be... Right. Singers, dancers, sports figures. Mermaids, whatever. pirates, yeah, mermaid, whatever, you know, yeah. yeah. So, um, so I was homeschooled, of course. Right. And tomorrow, you'll uh, hear on Jenna Ellis in the morning, you'll hear from my mom and um, her and my dad's... Uh, mission-driven vision for homeschooling, but um, I was part of an organization called Teen Pact, or Teens Making mm -hmm. an Impact, mm -hmm. and uh, that teaches um, about civics and government participation to high school students, and primarily homeschool students, and so I participated in that at my state capitol, and then did the moot court program or the judicial track, and I came home from uh, that, you know, it was about a week-long camp, and said, uh, Mom and Dad, 
I know that God is calling me to be a lawyer. I absolutely love the law, and I know this is what I want to do. And at that time, of course, um, I had no idea what type of law or where God would lead me in that. Um, or what your I, hourly rate would be. Right. <laughs> that, that certainly uh, increased over time. Um, <laughs> and, uh, and in fact, I, I, I need to send you a bill soon, Tim. But, um, <laughs> I, I, I was <laughs> expecting that. And, you know, friends are friends, but uh, hey, lawyers charge friends. Uh, no, uh, I'm not, just kidding. N- not all of us, though. I, know, I mean, we've I done a lot of pro bono, pro bono work. I know. Yes. <laughs> but, but anyway, God called so you. God called you at age 14, and you know, yeah. you, you knew, and, and that that's what you did. So you went on to, yeah. to school after that and became an attorney, and mm-hmm. uh, then uh, ended up working uh, in the White House for President Trump. Yes, and, on this campaign side. And, um, and you know what's so fascinating, though, is um, going to law school, you can substantively. Uh, have any other um, undergraduate uh, studies, and most most students, if they know they want to go to law school, do something like pre-law, which isn't right. its own standalone degree. Right. And my parents encouraged me because I always loved writing mm-hmm. um, as a kid. My parents knew that because mm-hmm. I was homeschooled. They encouraged me um, to to uh, get my bachelor's degree in journalism, and I did that. And that's what I did. And uh, really, yeah. See, and that's, I'm serious. And yeah. and that's and, and that's amazing because I didn't know at the time how much uh, God would use me in media and how much mm-hmm. I loved writing and speaking and all of the things that PR and journalism teaches. And so that combination of journalism and law uh, really helped me in my ministry. And so you never know um, where. God will coordinate things at the early stages of life. And for all of you listening and all of, all of you parents, um, you know, God can truly call your children at a very young age um, into ministry. And, um, and I would encourage you to, to listen to your kids, be involved, um, expose them to things that they're interested in. I'm so grateful my parents gave me the opportunity to learn my love of law at a young age because I think I would have known it later, but um, I was exposed to the legal profession so young um, that it was really helpful. Amen. Talking to Jenna Ellis, because why? Because this is Jenna's show, and this <laughs> is Jenna Ellis in the morning on American Family Radio. It's Sherathon on AFR. I'm Tim with Jenna, and we're in our studios in Tupelo, Mississippi, and we have a $150,000 match going on until noon. So if you want to give, your your your, your donations will be matched, uh, will be doubled. Double your giving right now by calling this phone number here. If you believe in American Family Radio and you support what we do, and you haven't given already, we understand many of you have already made your pledge uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, or via the mail prior to Sherathon. Here's the phone number to call us right now and reach us, 877-616-2396, 877-616-2396. And we do encourage you to... Uh, become a uh, what we call a uh, great commission partner. By that we mean a monthly donor, somebody that uh, we can count on. You want to do a bank draft, a credit card, debit card, however you want to do it, where you set up where you uh, give monthly and you don't have to think about you know writing a check, putting a stamp on a letter, and take it into the mailbox. You just say, hey, I support AFR, and I want to make sure uh, they get my monthly donation. We can make it easy for you, and you can. Uh, you know, uh, call us and let us know that we're set up to handle that right now. In fact, if you call, and we we need folks like that because we need we need a budget. Quite frankly, we need to know uh, what we have incoming and and what uh, the plan. You know what we can plan for so we can uh, act accordingly. So here's the phone number eight seven seven six one six two three nine six. Jenna, do you see the uh, the gifts that we're going to? 
bribe people with? <laughs> yes, with incentives. Remember oh, yesterday, sorry, incentives. it's the incentives. Yeah, yeah this yeah. this isn't a bribe. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but um, yes, but with your monthly gift of $30 or more, and we're hearing phones ringing in the background, which is always encouraging. Thank you for that. Um, if you become a Great Commission partner with a monthly gift of $30 or more, you will receive a brand new book, um, which is by Alex McFarland. And uh, and his co-host as well, um, Bert. And what's what is his last name? Bert Harper. Harper. Okay. So uh, with Bert Harper, and you will receive that it is 100 Bible questions and answers for families. And also, and this is actually my favorite part of this, the Hilarious Highlights, Volumes 9 and 10 Mm -hmm. from Trivia Fridays on AFR. If you haven't listened to Trivia Fridays, and I know so many of our AFR family listen to that, myself included, um, these are the Hilarious Highlights. Uh, So it's Volumes 9 and 10. So become a Great Commission partner. And I I love the title for that, Tim, because the Great Commission is what we're all about, even though we focus on... Um, the, the family role and parents on some of our shows, we focus on church and substantively um, teaching the Word of God. On my show, we focus on the civil government and politics and the news of the day. Uh, but ultimately, all of this that we do here is about the Great Commission, which is to teach the truth of the gospel of Christ, because Amen. that's what uh, we're all about. And that's why our fall share verse puppies is, are fighting. They are. They're fighting over the bone. And they're fighting right so. here on live radio. <laughs> uh, you can, this you is can, like a de- death match going on over here. It's like the uh, end of the, the Lion King when yeah. like the two lions are together, uh, but a yeah. cute puppy version. Yeah. So they're uh, they're going at it here. Now, they for those, the, those who listened the last three, three days, they know you recently uh, got these two pups. Yes, Todd and, and Copper. You got them from Utah. Yes, and they're and, but they're they're Christian dogs. They've right, been exposed right, to the word. They're, they're, <laughs> and uh, and they, they, <laughs> so they you you went from Colorado where your folks live. You were visiting them, and you went over there and uh, picked the pups up. And now they they again this for those Todd. who didn't hear, they're they're what kind of dogs? They are mini golden doodles, and uh, Todd and Copper, and you can. Uh, follow them on social media and see all of their cute little pictures. No politics involved, just cute puppies. Two hey, to- dudes. Is that Todd? Uh, this is Todd right okay, here. Okay, well, Copper's trying to eat our book. Yeah, uh, which is not right great. Right now. That's, <laughs> if he could just wait till after the show, I'll give him something to. Okay. But he's got his, he's he's got got his, his bacon. I know. That's what they were fighting down over. There. That's what okay. they were fighting over. That's but the first time I've seen them fight. So they, oh, they normally see this is how they're getting acclimated to you. So okay. now they're they're showing you their right, true right, side. They right. were on their best behavior the last two days. Now they, now they uh, see uh, Copper decided to lay down there. Yeah, he, he anyway. kind of gave up a little bit. But you can follow them on Instagram. Two dudes d o o d s underscore Copper and Todd. See all their cute pictures. How do you do that now? Um, Instagram. So uh, snap. Um, so this? it's not Snapchat. It's Instagram. Okay. Just pictures only. We'll be right back. American Family Association founder Don Wildman saw signs of the times long ago. At the turn of the century, he wrote these words, which ring even more true today. A dark cloud has descended on America. This cloud has left us unable to tell right from wrong. In pursuit of what is called politically correct, tolerant, and diverse, we have not only permitted, but promoted a way of life that should we continue to follow it, will ultimately destroy this grand experiment we call America. There is a way to lift this cloud of darkness, a light to show the way. Jesus said, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. 
We need to do the best we can to follow that light and share him with others. A reminder from the American Family Association. Hi, this is Lynn McKay in Western Road, Louisiana. I just want to call and say that I'm really blessed by AFR. just want to say I'm a walking miracle. Uh, God's done so much for me in my life. I've fell between two or three stories on solid concrete in Austin, Texas, in July 7, 75. Should have been dead. My foreman told me he saw me, found me, because there was a pool of blood coming out from the again. And I busted up my left knee, right elbow, left eye, in and out of surgery for a year and a half in the hospital. And the Lord put me back together and helped me go out and be a witness and do jobs I, they said I couldn't do. That I trusted God and not man. And I just want to praise the Lord. So many things He's done for me. He shows me God's not through with me yet, and He's not through with you. Thank you for listening to AFR, and thank you for giving to AFR. And thank you guys again for all you guys do. God bless you. Heaven changes everything. Our citizenship is in heaven, and from it we await our Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. It's Fall Charathon on AFR. Call 877-616-2396 and make your pledge. That's 877-616-2396 or visit AFR.net. And thank you for your support during Charathon. Welcome back to Jenna Ellis in the morning. I'm here with Tim Wildman, and we are in our last day of share It has been so great to join the AFR family, the AFA family. In person, In right? person here in Tupelo, Mississippi. I usually uh, do my broadcast either from Colorado if I'm visiting family or um, generally from Florida, which is uh, my new home state. But it's always so great to be here and just such a blessing to be around the people of God. Why didn't you move to California? A lot of reasons. How much time do we have, honestly? So there weren't enough U-Hauls, though, going into California. They're all going to Florida. I've been, I've been re- that's why I ask. I've been reading about the egg, mass exodus from uh, California uh, because of so many of their whacked-out liberal policies out there. We do, have, yeah. we do have a lot of Christian brothers and sisters who, who, who live in California. Yeah. I don't know. My good friend Jack Hibbs, who joins the program a lot. Um, he you know, lives in California. He's in California. John Greg MacArthur's Laurie, in California. John MacArthur. David Jeremiah's in California. And um, they, they have a lot of work to do still. Yeah. So, <laughs> in, yeah. In, uh, in ministry in California. But a lot of a lot of a lot of Christian families have decided to leave California. Well, they, you know, my parents were one of the first um, in the early '80s uh, because they both grew up in California. That's where they met in high school, okay. got married, and. Uh, they moved out to Colorado because Colorado was then in the 80s more like what Florida is today. Right, it's so right. sad the red state. to see what has happened now with all the liberal policies coming into Colorado, which is why I moved. But you know, they but how were much of, of that is way. Californians moving to liberal exactly. Californians escaping liberalism, so they moved to Colorado and bring their liberal politics with them. So and some of that is that. It is, and I hope that uh, that, that doesn't happen to yeah. Florida, where people, if, if they're leaving oh, I don't think a blue will. state it's because of that. Yes, which is, and, and, is excellent. Yeah. Yeah. And it's truly a bastion of conservatism, and I've been uh, really impressed, actually, when I've gone at how nice and friendly people are compared mm-hmm. to D.C., and, and they actually say hi without any agenda. It's, it's right. really nice. <laughs> 
Uh, that's something else coming from a lawyer, not to have an agenda. Yeah, yeah I know. Right? It's, it's shocking, actually. Mm. Boy, that's it. The, the, the lawyer jokes just write themselves, though. They're just... They uh, do. Uh, well, yeah. I mean, okay, so I am a lawyer who is also blonde and female, so yeah. I get the trifecta uh, <laughs> of all of the jokes, and it is okay. So, I mean... So, so I'd be in a white Southern Christian male. Well, there you go. We're like That's... lower than that on the totem pole. Huh? <laughs> yeah. We're not welcome anywhere. <laughs> well, other other than other than Christian circles. <laughs> well, that's true. That's true. <laughs> that, that's so true. All right. That's so so you're listening to uh, <laughs> you're listening to American Family Radio. Our Sharathon. It's the last day. If you want to call and and give uh, and be as generous as you possibly can and help us here at AFR, we would we would definitely welcome that. If you haven't called already, if you have, we thank you very much. Uh, for for already participating, supporting us, standing with us. Here's the phone number to call eight seven seven. This this phone number right here. I'm about to give you calls our studios here in Tupelo, Mississippi, and uh, we handle we handle it ourselves here. So you're not calling some foreign country where somebody says their name is Steve, and and you know, you <laughs> yeah, know it's not really Steve. you know it's not Steve, or it's uh, Steve uh, with uh, a uh, silent uh, K and Q. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. So the phone number is eight seven seven six one six two three nine six. If you uh, if you go to afr.net afr.net you can see our little Jenna's new puppies mm-hmm. on there. If they'll every once in a while she shows them uh, to you. They were tussling a while ago. You said uh, you said again yesterday. You told me you, you bought a, a plastic bone. Yeah, that's, that's bacon flavored. Yeah, this was um, the number one <clears throat> recommended thing on Amazon, so I got it, yeah. and it's it's for what? like a for little dog, for, for dogs for for dogs who are teething because they love to chew. Yeah. And it's bacon flavored, but it's um, it's just almost like a it's hard mm. wax, and yeah. so they can't chew through it. And they have loved them. So shockingly, sometimes Amazon recommends things that are good. We had a lab. I know a lot of people listening have had labs, but that our, our lab when he was a puppy, he like ate everything. Gee, this is Todd. Tore up everything. If you're looking online. Okay, here we go. Now the star Todd. of the show, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> Todd. 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 Todd, which is T O D, not T O D, because it's short for toddler. Fox, the fox and the hound. You got yes. that from the fox and the hound. Todd right. and Copper. And so in the movie, um, Todd is short for toddler, which is actually my little Todd. That is totally his personality. It's hilarious. Right. So even though they're 11 weeks old, um, they they have a lot of personality differences already. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but they love each other. Now they're mm-hmm. snuggling. What so. kind of vet bill we're talking about here? You, you know, so so far not bad, but no. you know, it's um, it's it's like you know anything else that um, it's worth the investment. Sure. And uh, you know, so far they had their first vet appointment last mm-hmm. week and mm-hmm. uh, doing really Did well. Did they get anxious? So about that? Uh, they actually were okay, but the reason that the vet there um, gave them it was basically like cheese whiz for dogs, mm-hmm. and immediately she was their best friend. Uh, so <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of like the dentists do. You know, they give them. Yes, so you kick children kids. something to make them feel happy and safe. Yeah, uh, <laughs> so they did okay. I want to talk about Israel for just a minute on a more serious note because a couple of days ago you interviewed your friend Joel Rosenberg. Almost all of our listeners know who he is. He's a very uh, well-known author. Mm-hmm. Was that which one was that? That was Todd. He wants to comment on Israel. Okay, well, he's listen, very uh, he's he's very yeah, um, concerned. Yeah, he's yeah he's yeah. All right, Todd, just hold on a few minutes. We'll get to you. <laughs> Okay, stay in the green room. Okay, we'll call you in as a guest in a few minutes. Here. All, right. All right, so, uh, but what, uh, have you spoken or text with Joel um, 
since? Yes, and he posts a lot of updates on All Israel News. He's the editor-in-chief there. And then um, I would encourage everyone also follow him on social media, um, particularly the X platform. If you don't want to get engaged, I know that it's um, it's it's a kind of vile community out there, but it's great if you just want to be a passive consumer of some content because it's basically like a live uh, PR newswire. And so um, Joel Rosenberg has been posting updates um, and has been commenting and, you know, breaking news. And so... What did he say the other day to you? Uh, I didn't get to hear the interview live. So what What did he... Joel Rosenberg, you interviewed him on... That would have been on Tuesday. On Tuesday. Or no, Monday. I'm sorry. No, Monday. Monday. Adam's no, correcting day me. Before, right. The, the, the yeah. day before you got That's here. That's right. That's right. Uh, so, uh, and we've invited him on today's issues. Hopefully he could be on today or maybe Monday. We'll see. But obviously he's under a lot of pressure right now. It's an eight-hour time difference from the uh, central time zone here in the U.S. to Israel. <clears throat> you, you, but now, he, he, he works for who now? So he, um, so he is the editor-in-chief of All Israel News, which yes, is his, yes, own, uh, yes. his own publication. And it's really great because he can actually give these updates but give a biblical worldview perspective. And that's what I so appreciate about him is that he will weave into this not just the political and policy landscape, but also um, the biblical worldview, the understanding of the historical nature of, um, the, of the, the battles in the Middle East and why the tensions between um, Jews and Arabs and you know Israel and Hamas and Hezbollah and all of this have continued. And um, so he gives that perspective. But really, the, the most interesting thing, and I would encourage everyone, go and listen to the podcast version that's up at AFR.net under for uh, Monday's the show. For, for Monday's, Monday's show. For Monday's Jenna Ellis in, in the morning. The morning. On, uh, show. Yeah, listen to that. And um, the, the biggest takeaway for me of, of uh, what he was saying in terms of um, Israel's uh, lack of or failure in uh, the intelligence understanding. He talked about that. But my mm-hmm. biggest takeaway was how he was saying the mainstream media is trying purposefully to pivot. And he predicted this Monday, and we're already seeing this happening, that the media now is using Israel's proportional response and their defense to this unprovoked terrorist attack that was just brutal and heinous and should be condemned by everyone. Um, and they are the mainstream media now is trying to say that Israel cannot and should not respond or they're the aggressor and they're trying to build up hostility to Israel. And it's it's a very anti-Semitic uh, type of sentiment. And we're seeing that going on in mainstream media. And for people who are consumers of the news, if you just have it on in the background, you should be aware of that type of bias. And I thought uh, what he explained, Joel Rosenberg explained on my show, uh, gave really good insight into that. Mm-hmm. So that's Monday's show. Monday's Monday show. Last Monday's show. And we'll have him on next week again <clears> um, <throat> on my show as soon as we can, and we'll get him on today's issues. Um, and for those of you, you know, until then, go listen to that show. But yeah. also, I would encourage you, get his live updates on. Uh, it's He's at Joel C. Rosenberg on uh, X, formerly known as Twitter. Messianic Jew. Yes. And he lives in uh, Jerusalem. Jerusalem. He lives in Jerusalem. With his wife and family. You know, I have friends, too, who live in Israel. Uh, some friends who live in Nazareth mm. in the northern part of Israel and uh, uh, with families, so tur- some of our tour guides and bus drivers live in the Jerusalem area and just people I've known for a long time. And it's just, uh, you know, you're worried for them. Yeah. You know, yeah, absolutely. Because uh, Israel's called up, think of this, Israel, small country that they are, they've got 9.4 million people, I believe, is the latest census in Israel. That's in the whole country, okay? That's roughly about a million more than live in Georgia. And they've called up 330,000 
reservist, all right? <clears throat> so, I mean, they, the, the country is, they're as heightened as you can get yeah. in terms of their, uh, what would you call it? Preparedness or awareness, or yeah, or just being they're at on, war. Yeah, they're and, war and they are what, at war. That's what Benjamin Netanyahu and and <clears> Joel <throat> spoke to that as well. That just the emotional toll and how many people, um, the percentage of the population, he compared it um, to our nine eleven, which um, you know those of us who remember that. I know you know the younger generations um, now. It's it's interesting to just know it historically, <clears throat> but um, that was a a completely life-changing event in America. And um, Joel said it would have been the same um, population density uh, for us as it is for Israel if over 35,000 Americans were killed in 9-11. I mean, that's how big of a toll it's taking on Israel. Uh, <clears throat> let's hear a uh, listener testimony. When we get back, I'm going to prepare you for this question, at least give you one minute's notice. Okay, that's that's more than most mainstream about, media. I want to ask you about Bible prophecy. <laughs> okay. Uh, My name is Lonnie. I'm calling from Humble, Texas. Uh, AFR has helped me out a lot. It helps me to keep in touch with the Lord during the day. It's a good reminder that God loves us, and it's a good teaching tool, AFR is. And they have current events also, keeping the people informed of what's going on. It's an excellent network. So I'm... Very happy that it exists. Thank you. Well, thank you, brother. Appreciate it. Thank you. You're listening to Jenna Ellis in the morning on American Family Radio. It's day three of Sherathon. You know, uh, folks, we my name's Tim Wildman. We raise our money in the the spring and in the fall. We have three days in the in the spring, three days in the fall, where we have Sherathon. So we stop to say, hey, here's the virtual offering plate. Would you make a gift? To help us out because it costs a lot of money to own and operate 179 radio stations. That can't be canceled. Across America. I love that. I yeah. love that we own uh, those towers mm-hmm. and that land so that we can continue to, to speak the truth mm-hmm. uh, without fear. Absolutely. So that's that's where, so we have to raise money to pay the bills, so to speak, and to we'd like to grow. You know, go, I, I say we'd like to even grow more radio stations. If, Absolutely. And, and our app is going crazy. Uh, it, we have thousands and thousands and thousands of people. Did I say thousands? Yeah, yeah, I did. Thousands of people who listen on the app every day. That's incredible. To American Family Radio. So we encourage you to download the app. As I said the other day, you say app to a lot of people uh, my age and older, and they start getting sweaty. You know, they start worrying. But it's actually very simple. It is. And so, you know, find a millennial around you, whether it's, you yes. know, your your kid or your hand grandkid. Them your, hand them your phone. And say, please put download. AFR on this. Yeah, yeah. That's that's exactly what I actually did for my mom when um, when I wanted her to get on Instagram. Yeah. She just gave me, and she said, here, you here. show me how to do it. Okay, here's <laughs> so. the phone. Download it yep. for me. Okay. Yep. Show me how to but, do it. But if you get the app on your uh, cell phone, your smartphone, your <clears throat> other uh, tablet, whatever, if you get the app, then you can listen anywhere. Anywhere you go, as long as you have high-speed internet. Even airplane. So a lot of times I will catch up if I'm flying somewhere. I will get uh, Wi-Fi uh, in flight, and I can then stream, or you can download the program ahead of time and uh, and then just uh, listen while you're flying, which is really great. So a lot of people want to know, especially our listeners, they just want to know, they just ask uh, a question, uh, are we living in, in Bible prophecy with, with what's going on right now in the world? 
Do you think so? And and the answer to that, I would say, is yes, of course we're living in Bible prophecy because uh, Bible prophecy is continuing to be fulfilled, and we've seen that through the scope and the grand narrative of history or his story, uh, God unfolding. I see um, what you did there. Yeah, right. His, his story. His story. History, his story. Yeah. Isn't that good? Yeah. And, uh, and we're continuing to see Bible prophecy fulfilled even as recently as 1948 with Israel coming back together. And if you are a, a dispensationalist uh, pre-trib um, eschatology uh, theologian like me, uh, and that's your perspective, um, then we understand that we are in the dispensation of the era of grace and the church because we are post-cross. And so um, in—and and this just means that God has interacted with his people uh, differently in, in various stages of world history. And so in the Old Testament, for example, when it was the Jews and you had to actually be converted into Judaism and follow the law— um, and believe that a Messiah would come, and that was how you became saved. Well, now that the Messiah, the person of Jesus Christ, has come, and uh, fully God and man, and came physically uh, to earth, it was a literal historical event, and we believe in the life, death, and resurrection of the person of Jesus Christ, and that's what uh, Romans says, if you believe and confess with your mouth that Jesus Christ is Lord, you will be saved. So we are in the era of the church age, where we don't need to become Jews in order to be God's chosen people, the church church is God's chosen people. And so in this age and dispensation, we are in the church age, which is also known as the end times. So we've seen over the last 2,000 years when Christ said, I will return soon and come for his church. We don't know the day or the hour, but we have continued to live in the end times, and we consistently see how world events are unfolding that um, are are further on the timeline for the second coming. And so even though this the second particular— coming, what does that mean? The second coming is— um, <clears throat> The physical return of Jesus to earth. And um, we, we believe in terms of You really believe that? That's going to happen. Because the Bible teaches it. And so I believe in the inerrancy and the sufficiency of Scripture, which means that the Bible um, is God's Word, and it is true from Genesis and the beginning all the way to Revelation, and God tells us the end of all things as well. What is Israel, though, the country of Israel today, which, by the way, came into existence in 1948? Came back, it, which is Bible mm. prophecy right. as well. And so we've seen that every prophecy that uh, has been fulfilled, there are still um, several outstanding prophecies that will be fulfilled, and that includes the second coming. And so when we look at the rapture, which is when uh, the dead in Christ will rise first, and then those who are living, which right now includes you and me, if the mm-hmm. rapture happened today, then we would then be caught up with those and and um, and go and be with Jesus and then return with him. You mean you leave physically. earth like, yes, like, you're caught up um, just as we've seen. That's going to happen. That's going to happen in a in a physical rapture, and that's what um, that is what the Book of Revelation teaches. Some people think it's an allegory. I think the best interpretation, and there are, there are differences in eschatology. That's an in-house debate. Um, right. That's not a point of salvation. Right. You can be saved but still have a different you view still of have eschatology. Fellowship. Of course. Yeah. Uh, but I think the best interpretation. But just the other per- the other person with the other view should pay for the fellowship. I'm just saying, <laughs> yeah. Dinner or something like that. That's true. I, yeah. I would I would Don't subscribe you think to that. Huh? Okay. Sure. <laughs> I hear the the drums beating. Oh, that means oh. we're taking a break here. Are they coming after us? But the during other. the break, you can call 877-616-2396 or go to AFR.net. That's 877-616-2396. So we can continue to talk about the end times and the things of God. We'll be right back. My name is Scooter Noland, and I have had the privilege of serving 
Hope Church in Tupelo, Mississippi now for the past 12 years. I've also had the joy of serving on the board with AFA for the last five years. When I think of the purpose of AFA, it really goes back to Jesus' Sermon on the Mount. In Matthew chapter 5, he says that we're to be the salt and the light. I think AFA really does a super job at equipping Christians to to live out the words of Jesus, to be salt and be light in dark places. As a board member and pastor, I can't think of a better organization for you to continue your support, or maybe today you begin your support financially of AFA. I, I see behind the scenes, and I see on the front lines the impact that you're generous giving makes. My name is Gary, and I'm in Tennessee, and uh, I just wanted to say thank you to all the folks that are supporting AFR. I had a stroke about seven years ago, still paralyzed on the left side, and I cannot drive anymore. I cannot really look at TV very much, and I can't do anything on the computer. So I spend a lot of time listening to AFR every day. I'm so thankful, grateful to hear the truth shared with all. I want to say a special thanks to all the people who support AFR every year as a faithful supporter such as our local old country store, Clark John, his wife, Bonita Day, they support us every year. And I want, I'm really thankful for that. Uh, so from uh, the heart of an old Tennessee country boy, I'd like to say thank you to each and every one of you who contributes to AFR. And... I pray God's blessing on each one of you. Thank you, Jesus. Heaven changes everything. Fall share continues on AFR. Call 877-616-2396 and make your pledge. That's 877-616-2396. Or visit AFR.net. And thank you for your support during share back everybody to share it on tim wildman here with jenna ellis and it's jenna ellis in the morning here on american family radio but uh, we're interrupting our our regular scheduled programming as the uh, as they say when they have a weather, weather warning right on tv so because it's share it's the last day we want you to get on board with us if you haven't given a gift already because there's a hundred fifty thousand dollar a matching gift, and by that I mean this person or persons, I'm not sure exactly, have have, have offered to give $150,000 to the share if it's matched, up to that amount, if it's matched by the rest of the listening family. So you could double your gift up to $150,000 right now. Which is an incredible uh, way that you can make your gift go even further, and we're so grateful for your support so that we can continue to speak truth and the things of God. And so if you want to participate, the phone number is 877-616-2396. We'll do it again in stereo. <laughs> it's 877-616-2396. 
2396. Or you can go on the website at AFR.net. That's AFR.net. And you can watch the show there, too. You watch can. the network. Watch the share We AFR. have the little panda cam going over yeah. here. And is I that call what it, that is? Well, I call it the panda cam because, you know, when I was in D.C., they have the panda cam at the uh, National Zoo for the pandas. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and a lot of people love to just have that in the right. background, watch the pandas right. play. So sure. today you can watch Todd and Copper play. You can watch me and Tim play. Yeah. And, uh, you know, with the microphones. <laughs> and in D.C., that's interesting because at the D.C. Zoo, you said they watch the panda bear, but they also in D.C. do a lot of pandering. Uh-huh. Yeah, the panda bears. That's so the true. Pan, the panda the pan, bears. The panda bears are out. And, and um, C-SPAN. I know. C-SPAN is the panda cam for Congress. Uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> you can watch all of your panda bears. Hey, the, the Republicans. The I, 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 I want to get back to the Israel in just a minute, but sure. the Republicans uh, have have yet to decide who their new leader will be in this in the House of Representatives. Steve Scalise from Louisiana. And Jim Jordan from Ohio, they they um, are the two gentlemen that were running for that particular office. I say running. There was no – it's not a traditional campaign. The, the Republicans have to pick who their uh, leader will be. And they, they, they picked uh, Steve Scalise yesterday by 12 or so votes. Yeah, was about, I think it was 113 to 99. But interestingly, and this is a little bit of breaking news, um, I was talking to some of my sources on Capitol Hill yesterday, and uh, there is at least a, a contention that I've confirmed with a few sources that uh, Steve Scalise can't get to the 217 number that he would need from uh, the Republican <clears throat> contingent in the majority uh, because there are there is a number of uh, Republicans who are basically never Scalise, and they they are saying that under no circumstances will they vote for him. Jim Jordan does not have that same issue, uh, so at least right now there is um, kind of you know some backdoor dealing probably going on, but um, it looks like Jim Jordan is the favorite right now. Um, for me personally, I, I think I know both Steve Scalise and Jim Jordan personally. I have great respect for both of them. Um, my only concern with uh, Steve Scalise is that he is very pro funding. Ukraine, um, which I think a a lot of our listeners, but certainly um, just speaking for myself and my own personal opinion, um, I think that we need to stop that funding. We need to be very clear about our U.S. national interests, where we're going, not just have this extended open, um, almost like money laundering over in Ukraine. We don't know what it's going to. And uh, we could give some of that aid right now to Israel, for example. And so I think that that has been one of the, the most dividing issues. And of course, remember we remember uh, Speaker McCarthy wearing uh, the Ukraine flag on the floor, and a lot of uh, conservatives across the country were not very impressed with that. So I don't think that we'll get the same outcome if we do have a speaker, Jim Jordan. Yeah, I don't think a lot of people understand maybe the, the politics of, of Ukraine. They just know they saw Putin bombing the, the devil out of people at, in the grocery stores, and they they sympathize with them. Oh, and yeah. as they should, and I yeah. sympathize with Ukraine yeah. as well. But, yeah. but anyway, we, the, yeah. we, we can talk about that issue for sure. another day, and I certainly understand what you're saying. But the point is that the Republicans, uh, we're, we're, in a, we're in a crisis right now in our country, and they need to be, they need to have a leader. They need choose, to get someone in a, fast. Someone, whether it's Scalise or Jordan, somebody needs to get in there so they can be the, the, the leader. leader. The leader. And you need right now. You're leaderless. McCarthy's out, and so those two fellows, Scalise and Jordan, maybe that'll be decided today. Maybe it'll be Jim Jordan. Who knows? From Ohio, we'll see what uh, what happens there. You're listening to American Family Radio at Sherathon. The phones are starting to ring. And we thank you for that. Let me give you the phone number. 
and if you want to run for Speaker of the House, uh, call us right now. Let us know, and we'll— Well, and you know, under the Constitution, you don't have to be a member of Congress to be the Speaker. So, you know, if you can, if you can get more than 217 right. votes of members, then, hey, go for it. <laughs> and I tell you what, we'll just do it in Washington, D.C. fashion. You pay us a bunch of money, we'll be for you. <laughs> Isn't that how DC that works? That is absolutely you know, the the pander <laughs> the pander bears. <laughs> I like Here, that. Here's one. the phone number eight seven seven. I didn't uh, I, I forgot who said that. That isn't original with me. Pander bears. I love it though. Uh, That's hilarious. Yeah, eight seven seven six one six two three nine six. If you call that number right now, you reach us here in Tupelo at our American Family Radio Studios, and you can double your giving, double your giving uh, up to one hundred fifty thousand dollars right now by calling this phone number. If, you, if you've already given during Share Thunder, you want to make one extra donation to help us uh, reach this match, you can do so by calling this phone number, 877-616-2396. Or go to AFR.net, <clears throat> AFR.net. I'm Tim with Jenna, and you're listening to Jenna Ellis in the morning. Let's hear one more listener testimony, and then we'll come back uh, and close out this hour. My name is Ron Bennett. I'm a deputy sheriff police officer with the Decatur County Sheriff's Department in Decatur County, Tennessee. Thank you for the radio station that I enjoy listening to every morning, AFR. Uh, It gets me motivated and it helps me to get through my day as a police officer. Not many of us are, as police officers, are accepted and well received in parts of our state and around the United States but we have a hard job and we we love helping others and I get a lot of enjoyment being a school resource officer here at Riverside High School Amen uh, our law enforcement we support law enforcement Absolutely We have a lot of policemen who listen sheriff's deputies as he was I think mm-hmm. They're that gentleman from Tennessee. And, um, and and Christians should support law enforcement because we understand that, you know, restraining evil is a necessary good and is part of a God-ordained civil government for a moral and upright society. And Romans mm-hmm. 13 speaks to that, that um, it's the it's the evildoers that are scared of the law enforcement in society. And so, of course, we, we have seen how government can... Uh, become the tyrants and can over-infringe. Certainly we saw that through the whole COVID pandemic, trying to shut down churches, all of those things. But in general, um, Christians should support law enforcement and the good that they do so that we can continue to live in a moral and upright society. How much can you talk about the Georgia case? Uh, let me ask you a question. You say, I can, sure. you, all you got to do, and you and I talk a lot, uh, text, and we talk in person he's a prolific phone. texter he and yeah. allison both are just, it's great and i because i feel yeah. connected even yeah. in florida <laughs> so um, but i want to ask you because we only got a few minutes left on the program sure. and I, I want people to uh, pray for you Thank as you. a as a host of this program because every day you 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 uh plan the day before i mean you give a lot of thought to what you want to discuss during this hour who you want to interview the topics you want to cover those are all very important and uh, our listeners appreciate that as these folks have called in with uh, with you as the host. Uh, but then also there's, uh, you you know, you have a, a lot of other things going on in your life, including the uh, the Georgia situation, which uh, many people have heard about. That is the uh, district attorney there in 
Fulton County. Fulton County. Okay, uh, she is uh, going after uh, several people uh, uh, over RICO with RICO with the RICO law over the election results from the presidential election results in Georgia from three years three years ago now. Yeah, three yeah, years in ago. Okay, so that's a broad general. That that doesn't get anybody in trouble. I'm just describing the facts of the matter. Now, in your situation, you had a very small role in that whole. Can you tell us? Yeah. Well, I, I don't know. I don't, again, you you you've got you, you've got a court appearance pending, right? Well, so the indictment is pending currently. Um, where it stands with me, uh, my my lawyers have just received what's called reciprocal discovery, which is the obligation under. Uh, under the law that um, the district attorney has to provide my lawyers with um, any evidence that they're going to use. And so we're looking through that. We have a few months to file motion. So, you know, there's nothing pending. This this takes a while. Um, so, But RICO... But RICO is ridiculous. R- I mean, RICO is, r- r- for those who don't know, RICO is like a statue used to go after... The mob. mob. The mob. Yeah, it's, it's dr- criminal. Car- ra- drug cartels. It's, it's, a, it's a statute used for a racketeering yeah. criminal enterprise. So basically right. um, a network of people who are intentionally trying to circumvent and break the law for a criminal purpose. And so um, the allegation for the 19 of us is that there was a criminal enterprise that was designed to break the law um, by – uh, petitioning the government for redress through the court system and through uh, legislative uh, officers in Georgia, through you know through the Senate. But and your role those in hearings. Georgia was minimal. Um, I, mean, I didn't even speak at the hearing. That's pretty in Georgia, minimal, which is pretty minimal. Um, <laughs> you mean yeah. at the press conference? Uh, but not yeah. even the press conference. It was the, it was a legislative hearing, That's and so you. and people can go and watch that. And I didn't say a word there, um, right. which you know. And so so the whole idea. But even of this, if though, you had it, exactly, even if I had, I mean, this nothing that anyone did there is criminal at all. I mean, mm. this is this is basically lobbying. Okay. And it's basically, it's going to your government. Under the First Amendment, you have a constitutionally protected right to petition your government for redress right, and grievances. Right. And so if your client, as a lawyer, of course, this is one step removed, so I wouldn't have been petitioning the government on behalf of my own rights, but be, but my clients. And as an attorney, you can do that. And you can certainly, you can do that even as a member of an organization. Go and lobby your government um, on behalf. I mean, look at what Disney Disney did, for example, in the state of Florida when they didn't like the parental rights and education bill. And they said, we're going to use our resources. We're going to try to um, you know, get this law overturned. We don't like it. Mm-hmm. That's not a criminal activity. That's petitioning their government because they don't like what's going on. We can all lobby. We can all talk to our legislators. Um, and okay, so what they're trying four, to do, though, real quick, the what, yeah, part. what they're trying to do is criminalize the practice of law. They're trying on purpose to destroy the livelihood, credibility, and liberty of anyone who is involved in representing Donald Trump simply because his name is Donald Trump. Right. And it's absolutely absurd. So I'm very grateful to everyone who is praying for me and supporting me. And a lot me. of folks have given uh, a, a gift to help they your have. legal defense fund. And I fund. appreciate that so much. This is very expensive. It's very high profile, unfortunately. And so if you um, would like to either leave a prayer or um, if you'd like to give there, it's givesendgo.com forward slash support Jenna. And I'm so grateful for all of the Christians around the country. I mean, this hasn't been, you know, the political people aren't the ones standing up. Um, some of them are. But by and large, the it is the Christians and the people of God who have rallied around me to support me, understanding 
that I'm standing for truth. I've done nothing wrong. And this is um, a another aspect of a weaponization of government, just like the parents put, being put on domestic terrorism watch list, pastors who are arrested in front of Planned Parenthood clinics. How I mean, about the Hulk family in Pennsylvania? You right. Know? When they, Raided uh, de- by the FBI. The FBI went after them. And so so they're trying mm. intentionally to target lawyers. And so thank you to everyone who's uh, helping me. Amen. And I appreciate our AFR family for standing yeah. by me because this is hard. And God is teaching me patience. This isn't going to be a very quick uh, resolution here, likely. Um, and so patience know, is not a virtue of mine, I, I, and I'm having I, I to trust know, the I've Lord. I've had a lot of experience, thank the Lord, over my life in dealing with uh, things of, of the legal nature in terms of being personally involved, but I just know when you start dealing with judges and lawyers and trial dates and fines and uh, lawyer fees, and all, I mean, all these things can just take a, an emotional toll yeah. on anybody, and uh, you're a lawyer yourself, uh, but and you, you, you've been around that, but still it can take an emotional toll <clears throat> on, on you, a spiritual uh, toll, so you need to be undergirded. Yes, and um, that's why I'm so grateful for um, my church family, my uh, my family, family who's who supported me, the AFR family, and the church and the people of God. Because you know, someday it, it has been um, very emotionally taxing. Sure. And while I'm very aware that my faith is very public, and I am determined to meet this challenge, trusting in the Lord, and um, you know, saying like like Peter did to the Lord, "Well, Lord, where else would I go?" I mean, this is my faith in the Lord. In action, um, but it is very difficult, and uh, I'm so grateful to to have the support and encouragement daily because some days are harder than others, um, certainly, and um, you can get easily discouraged. And I think that's that's part of life and trials and tribulations. But um, ultimately, I trust the Lord for the outcome. Well, you know, having been a Mississippi State football fan, easily discouraged are two <laughs> words that you know what I'm saying? I, I do actually. That, that yeah, have been applicable in my life. Uh, not just <laughs> just kidding around. But, all right, but so, the lightheartedness mm. is also great. And for the people who send me all the memes and the you know right, the lighthearted right, jokes, right. hey, you gotta it's have a little great. fun, right? Absolutely, got to keep a good good humor. Can't be gloom and doom all day. Not every at day. all. We, we got to save our gloom and doom and use it wisely. But that's why uh, I'm so grateful to join um, every morning for Jenna Ellis in the morning. We focused on ministry, focused on the things of God and the truth. Um, and I'm determined to continue to live my life and not just put everything on hold pending the outcome of this situation because God calls us to be faithful. Amen. So, I mean, Christianity is a, is a, a, a faith of hope. Absolutely. It's of, of, of optimism. It's not, not the power of positive thinking. It's the trust and faith in Christ to see us through. My pastor would always say that biblical hope is the patient expectation that God will fulfill his promises. It's not just faith like... He got that from me. That was in... Yeah, I said that first. I'm sure you did. I'll I'll attribute it. Tell tell him to use it all he wants. Thank you for that. Thank you, Jenna. <laughs> Thanks so much, uh, you're gonna be Are you going to be on with us at today's Issues Hour? Um, I, Do you know I, or you got to get I'm out I'm not here? sure. I have to see what time my flight is. I think I have to leave before right, that. But right. if not, okay, um, okay. I'll be there. All right, folks. Uh, here's the phone number. How long do we have? Five seconds. Well, you know the phone number, folks. 877-616-2396. Have a great day. Keep listening to AFR.